Welcome to the Front Court Sports Radio Hour. Welcome. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake Colley, and I'm here with my main man, Clayton the Claw Harris. How you doing, Clayton? Doing well, Drake. It, oh, you got some sun out it, there in the man, desert. I, you know, I, we were out. We were out in the desert, and um, we got by the pool in the afternoon for just a little bit. To, to, my wife said I need a break from the blackjack table and, and the roulette table, so we we got by the pool for just a little bit. And uh, but man, I'm telling you what. I don't care, dry heat, wet heat, soggy heat, well, foggy heat, whatever it is, it's hot out there. When it's 110 degrees, 112 degrees, it's hot, man. I don't care if it's dry or You're or in the desert, yeah. I mean, you know, stick your head in a 112-degree uh, uh, oven and see if it's hot. I mean, come on. It is hot out there, but you know where it's nice and cool? And amazingly enough, in those casinos, they keep it like, 68, 69, 70 degrees. It's super cool. It's very comfortable. I, you know, I, I so think, how, how was your stay at Trump International? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't. I did, we I, we didn't stay at Trump International. You know, they wouldn't give the uh, Las Vegas Gaming Commission would not give him a a gambling license. Well, I was wondering about that. So I, now I, it's all condos. They converted. Okay. They converted that big huge hotel into condo or apartment type units, and that's what that that's how they they rent them out now. Well, I was looking at uh, hotels that you and I had spoken a couple of times while you were out there. <laughs> And I noticed there was no casino there. Right. And I thought, right, right. it's, it's kind of odd not to have a casino in a hotel in Vegas. But well, now, well, now, now you've answered the question. Uh, you know, and, and you know how Vegas is, they, horse racing and so forth. They look at track records. And I, I guess they looked at Trump's track record with the, the casinos that kind of went uh, went upside down in Atlantic City and said, you know what? We just we, we need something that's a little bit more dedicated, I guess, to the gaming world or system. So where were you at this time? We stayed at Mandalay Bay this time. Time. Very nice. Very yeah, nice. and Mandalay Bay's hooked on the Luxor, which is the big pyramid Egyptian theme. Yeah. We've stayed there many times, and we stayed at the Luxor many times, and either one of them are terrific um, and relatively inexpensive for two people to go out to fly out, stay three nights, and fly back home through Southwest. So They, they still got the uh, roller coaster ride at New York, New there, York. It still, goes, it still goes around the top, and... Uh, uh, our matter of fact, our son uh, Michael, uh, when we took he, him and a friend out there for the first time, they they ju- he Michael Michael did um, he jumped off the stratosphere an eight hundred and eighty, which is kind of the space needle looking right. structure right, right. Um, eight hundred and eighty one foot drop. Bungee, bungee. Yeah, I don't care if they hook you onto a bus. I don't, I don't like yeah. riding an elevator that, yeah. that high up. You know what I mean? Yeah, just, that, that, yeah. We're not going to do it. No. But hey, uh, you guys, thanks for tuning in. You're listening to WKOM 101.7 in Columbia, located right here on sunny West 7th Street, uh, newly paved streets all around downtown Columbia. Matter of fact, running right down the side of the. Walker w- Street here. Yes, it's a. Man, just smooth. It makes me want to break my old roller skates out if I could still fit my feet in them, which I probably 
Probably couldn't. No. And it's not just there. You drive uh, Lyme Parkway over to Murray County Park or to Columbia Central High School or Baker Elementary. Huh? Smooth. Hey, so hey, smooth. hey. And there's, you know what? Makes a car ride, makes a makes a clanky old ride just, just hum when you get on it. Makes the ride to school much better. There you go. Okay. So the update today is Nolan's will literally, little league, little league, you know, put me in coach, that type of thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's. It's been a rain delay. I don't know what's going on up there. And they should be starting back literally within the next two or three minutes. Okay, or actually starting. It was supposed to start at two p.m. Central. It's ten after four uh, currently here on this Monday, August twenty second. They're about to have the opening pitch. Just a quick note about this Nolensville Little League team. Our own Columbia American Little League beat them in the what? St- in the state tournament. Okay. We made it to the state championship and had to be beaten twice by them, and they did, unfortunately. Yeah. Really? Yes. That is crazy. Yep. Well, they, well today, um, they're playing their third game. They won their first game 5-3 to three over Massachusetts. I think it was Middles, Middleborough. Middleborough, yeah. Middleborough, Massachusetts, and they won 5-3, to three, which is a tough ball game. Sure, sure. And then uh, their second game, they played – uh, Snow Cross or Snow County Snow or Creek, Snow, Utah. Is, okay, yeah. there you go. Snow Creek, Utah, but they, they won 11 to 2. Their bats woke up, and it never was really in. It, it, it was kind of a runaway from the start. But today they've got Hagerstown, Indiana. Um, and if they win today, they are one win away from representing the United States of America. Uh, against the internet, the winner of the international side, right? Yeah, and, and there was a big upset. Nicaragua beat Japan yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Which? See, I've been I've been paying that's attention. A shock, to that's a shocker. Well, there's been a rain delay all during afternoon, but if you fo- but you folks driving home and listening to the radio right now, uh, you possibly could get home and. Cut the TV on and and watch Nolansville, Tennessee, just southern part of, so just south of, kind of southeast of Nashville. I would yeah, say it's, it's uh, Williamson County, actually. Really? Yes. Or is it part? I mean, part. I mean, Nolansville Road obviously runs right. all the way up into Nashville. But yeah. Nolansville is, if I'm not mistaken, is part of Williamson County. Well, there you go. Yeah. So it's even closer. I closer than I thought. Right. But I knew it was just southeast of Nashville. So you guys uh, can get home and, and 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 watch that, being that it's been over a two hour uh, rain delay. And the thing about it is, Engel Martin, uh, who is the head coach at CPA, the head football coach, right? Correct. Okay. So so he played at Montgomery Bell Academy uh, for the Big Red back in his high school days. That is correct. And then he was he was uh, recruited to, yeah. to, to the University of Florida, and he was their punter and their backup quarterback. Right? I mean, wasn't he also? That, that, he kind of was a a run option or triple option, triple option dual, type dual threat quarterback. Right, right. And and I think running was his was was his forte. His his his. You know, it was what he did the best. So, um, but anyway, this past Friday night, um, CPA was playing their first uh, regular season football game, and he and the, he and the family packed up bags and went to Pennsylvania because their son, um, and I can't remember his first name, but Wright 
Wright Martin is his name. Um, W-R-I-G-H-T. Wright Martin is on that Nolansville team. And so he said, man, I'm out of here. I'm going to watch them, which I don't blame him at all. I mean, your son's playing in the Little League World Series. Uh, you know what? Hey, just that's why you have assistant coaches, right? Throwing the headset. Correct. Right? And, and, and that, that opportunity doesn't come along. Well, a whole lot. <laughs> no. I mean, you know, once in a life type type thing. And now look at it. how much fun would it be to be in Pennsylvania rooting your son on and they're winning, you know, and and they have a chance to be in the finals uh uh if they can win today and then one more win one more win, bam, they're in there. So well, and the good news is CPA beat independence forty two to twenty four, so CPA's one and oh. Well, there you go. So, I mean, independence is no pushover. I no, mean, they're yeah. not. No. I mean, you know, so congratulations to the Martin family. Congratulations to the Nolensville Little League team. We couldn't be prouder to have a representative. And I, I don't remember the last – maybe my, my memory – I'm still a little foggy from Vegas, but when was the last time we had a – a finalist uh, represent represented from Tennessee. Right, Goodlitzville, probably about eight or nine years oh, ago. Oh, okay. Goodlitzville okay. had a team, but yeah, I think they're the last ones. Um, did they make the finals? I believe so. Okay, I believe okay. so. I think they ended up losing in the uh, internet. So memory is like a dang vault, like a bank vault. You know, you put something in there and you just lock it down. Mine's more like a waterfall. My my memory's kind of it's, in, it's just, in and out. It flows, it flows in, and it just rushes out the other side. So you can remember stuff like that, which is too many. Which, which too is many, why you're in it. You're the claw. Too, too many the, Vegas trips. The claw. He's the master. You know. You know the claw. <laughs> the claw. Clayton. The claw. Harris. But anyway, like we said, um, here we go. Here we go. Nolensville. Uh, just couldn't be happier for you. And maybe we'll have an update on that score by the end of the show because, like I said, they should be underway as we speak. Okay. We're getting very close to it. And we'll we'll see what's going on with that. Now, this weekend dun, 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 is what they're calling Week Zero. Week Zero starts Saturday, which is uh, college football. You know, I tell you what, we're having a bathroom torn out at my house. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. But while we were gone to Vegas, we the crew came in and tore the bathroom out. So when we got back, we had to go tile hunting, uh, tile ah, shopping. I mean, that, that sounds like fun. So we go to that. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what. We go to Nashville. Oh. To go. I mean, you know, we go to Nashville and we go to one of these big tile. There's a couple of big, big tile outlet stores. <clears throat> I'm not going to give. They hadn't given us any money, so I'm not going to give them any. <laughs> Free advertising, but sure. No, I get it. Yep. One of them, and 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 let me tell you, said so that we got up there about Saturday afternoon around two o'clock, and we I could we couldn't even find them. I mean, these stores are big, man. I'm talking like they're like the size of a Home Depot, but all they sell is flooring, tile, and everything that goes along grout sure. and stuff like that. Well, we pull up, and I'm, I can't find a parking spot. I, I tell my wife, I said, what is going on? Where, are they giving something free? I mean, what, what's going on in there? I, I couldn't believe it. So uh, just come to find out, and I, I'm walking around the store, and there's all these people. I can barely find a, a large cart to load up 16, 65-pound boxes of tile oh, onto, onto you know, put them in the back of my van. But oh, anyway, like we finally find a cart. We finally get it and we get everything in it. And, and I, you know, I was, and I told my wife on the way, I'm just, I just don't, I don't understand why they're, and then it, then it dawned on me. 
This is the last week. This is the last weekend, this past weekend, and this week, after this, until January... Early February, yeah. Middle of February, if you're going in the NFL or if you're going in January... It's football. It's football every yeah. weekend. Yeah. So I ain't, I ain't got no time. Right. Right. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for no tiling. The project's you, in this you weekend. Better, you better get it and get it done now. That's true. That's true. And, and so that's that's what we did Saturday. So then on Sunday, we had to go back. We had to get a cup up the threshold for the sour and just some other stuff that the guys needed to uh, uh, to finish the job up, to you know get the job tiled in. And we're over at Lowe's in Columbia, and I'm telling you, it is, it, it is, it's like they unloaded a bus over there and just let people loose in that store. There are people everywhere. And I said, it's, that's it. It's the, it's the last week of, before the first weekend of college football, and then NFL starts. So all these guys sitting around the house are saying, honey, if we're going to get something done, we're going to get this done right now, and you better make a decision on what you want done. Because once football starts, my weekends are taken up. Now you're just gonna have to, yeah. I mean, you're just gonna have to come to an understanding, right? right. Correct. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, it, it it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. I just hope mine's out there listening right now, saying, "Oh, next week's the last weekend for a project." Oh, yeah. well. We got youth football I'm going. My I'm kids, sorry about playing that. Yeah, season. well, my kids got a game, so you know we got that's going to take up most of the day Saturday, anyway. Well, there you go. There, so you, there go. you go. So, uh, but anyway. Uh, as we as we move into week zero, which starts this Saturday, August twenty seventh, um, the one of local interest probably will be the Vanderbilt Commodores are traveling to uh, Hawaii. Correct. Which you know, hey yeah. coach, can we just go out there on like the Sunday before? You who's, know, I just want to you know who, who, who's paying who in this game. <laughs> I mean, is Vandy getting a check to go out there? I don't. I don't. Surely know. not. Right. I, I don't know how that works. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Maybe I don't know. I mean, typically a team out of the Mountain West is going to pay the SEC or the SEC team is going to pay the Mountain West team to play. That's right. Not that's vice right. versa, but I mean, it's Vanderbilt. So I, I mean, I don't. Well, that's, I that's, mean, a, it's a long travel. I mean, maybe they just put them up, put them all up in the Ritz Carlton, and there you, uh, you know, the Four Seasons out there, but you know, beautiful, beautiful beaches and. I mean, you know what? How, how could you go wrong being a Vanderbilt? But you know what? That fly in and fly out real quick. Come on, coach, send us out there on the Sunday before I would, Sun, I would, Sunday to Sunday. You know, I mean, let's make a let's make a little vacation of it. Come I would ha- I would have to think that they're they're leaving either today or tomorrow. Surely, because I mean that's a big time adjustment. You got to really adjust your yeah, time. Yeah, Vegas was what two hours. That's the greatest thing about Vegas, by the way. Because you know, big time or- two thirty two thirty in the morning uh, Columbia time is is only twelve thirty at night Vegas time. They're two hours behind. Yeah, so, that's nice. So you know you yeah, can look nice. at your watch and you so can, they're not on. Mount- it'll, say, it'll say it'll say well what time is oh it's so oh, it's four fifteen in the morning. Oh, it's only two fifteen in Columbia. Yeah. Oh, I got another hour or two to play before I can go upstairs. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. If I have it, but the problem is the money. The money runs out before the time. Uh, expires. You know who I saw in Vegas the last time I was out there? And Wayne this, Newton. This, this, no, you remind me a little of Wayne Newton. Oh, don't know. Let's not go there. But I, I tell you, this is funny. You won't believe. And I'm not saying this because carrot top. No, this, no, sports sports related person. Charles Barkley. Close. I saw him at Susan. I saw him at Mandalay Bay one night. 
MG, he lives at Mandalay Bay, I think. I, well, they, I know they fly him out because he likes to spend money. Yeah. But uh, Pete Rose. Matter of fact, Pete, Pete, Pete at, at the MGM Grand. Okay, so Pete Rose in between in, in between Mandalay Bay and the Luxor is kind of this uh, shopping quarter that connects the two. They have a bunch of retail stores and restaurants and a couple of bars and Raiders store and stuff like that because they're basically the two closest closest ones to the uh, uh, to the new stadium. But Pete Rose, there's a there's a memorabilia sports memorabilia store there, and Pete Rose during the week would sit from like two to five, three hours, and you and you go up and get your picture made for some money, and he would sign a baseball for some money or whatever the deal was. But yeah, he'd be Pete, sitting Pete, there. Pete earning a little extra cash for the tables, huh? <laughs> there you go. Hey, we're, hey, we're gonna take a little break. Um, we're going to see if we can get this Little League score or at least get the game going. Yeah, they're in the top of the first inning right now okay. currently. All right, so, so it's it's going. But we're going to talk a little college football on the backside, uh, who's, who the AP has first through six, and some Madden 2022 predictions. And uh, you guys don't go anywhere. You're listening to Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Hey, this is George Plaster, and for the very best in sports, keep your dial on 101.7 FM WKOM. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. Let's talk custom design jewelry. Did you know Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia creates custom design jewelry and has been for over 30 years? From one-of-a-kind engagement rings to wedding bands and so much more. We want each piece to be as unique as you are and create a family heirloom for tomorrow. Call today and make an appointment with one of our designers. And just for calling, you will receive a free 30-minute consultation. Tillis Jewelry, creating custom jewelry proudly in Tennessee. 
American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Hi, my name's Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. Folks, Barry Rankin is your hometown grocer right here at Foodland Supermarket in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. You go to Foodland, they're going to take care of you. The shelves are stocked and the people are fantastic. Easy parking and you're right in, right out. T. Willie, I agree. That's been my experience as well. This week, we've got a whole new round of specials. Started today, August 17th through Tuesday, August 23rd. Barry, talk about your days and hours. We're open seven days a week from 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. We're closing Monday just because they're actually filming part of a movie inside our store. It's going to be a Hallmark Christmas movie that they're going to film, so they're going to do that. They're going to be here a couple of days for that, so we have to close one day at 6 p.m. for them to do what they need to do. That's pretty cool, y'all. And, and again, they like the hometown atmosphere. That's that's sort of their signature. It is the hometown grocery store. Yep. Barry Rankin, y'all have a great week at Foodland. Have a good day, guys. The NASCAR Cup Series. We are underway as the green flag flies over the field. Regular season finale. Under the lights at Daytona. Logano again drifts the car wide. Now trouble further back. Kyle Busch goes around. Ross Chastain goes for a spin. Who will earn the final spot into the playoffs? Checkered flag is in the air. Back-to-back wins. It's the Coke Zero Sugar 400. Saturday, August 27th at 5 p.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM. All the time. I listen all day, every day. I don't know. I'm just addicted to it. Listening to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake and my main man Clayton. Good afternoon, Clayton. Good afternoon, Drake. How's it going? Oh man, man we're just hanging in there. It's hot. It's a little hot outside. You know, it's kind of crazy when I got in my got in my van to drive over here, um, pulled out of the driveway, my little uh, digital thermometer on the uh, on the 
on the front on the front in my car said 100 degrees. And I was like, holy crap, 100 degrees? How is that possible? And then as I rolled down the road a little bit, it dropped on down and got, actually got down to 88. So there was the, the Toyota threw me a little curve right there. I, you know, I, We had some chilly nights while you were gone. Really? Yeah, down in the 60s, maybe upper 50s. So well, There you go. There it's you go. a sign. It's a sign it that, is. I, that, you that know, project season on the weekend is foot, over. Football gets in the air, and everybody is, is is really, really you know, excited, and the weather gets cooler, and everybody gets a little bit nicer and friendlier and smiles a little bit more. It's, it's Football is a real deal. Football is a, is a life uh, transformational experience. Well, we're about to have our fantasy draft. We are. A week from tonight. You ever had one up at uh, a, 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 a wing institution that is national? We won't say the name, but they're in Spring Hill. You ever had one there? A draft I have there? not. I've not had one there, no. we. I was for... Uh, well over twenty years, I was involved with a with a league out of Nashville, um, <clears throat> and we. The matter of fact, our commissioner was was a, was a woman, and she did a terrific job, very sports knowledgeable, and um, she would she knew a lot of different restaurant owners and 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 so forth in the Nashville kind of midtown area, so we would hop around. Okay. And do and do and do our draft. All 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 the twelve team owners would go to that bar establishment, whatever, and uh, rent out or not rent out, but they'd let us have like the back room or a portion of their bar just for for us and for our draft, and we would do the draft that way. Well, I'm telling you, this institution I'm talking about up the road here, uh, this restaurant slash bar, they have. It's almost like a huge. How, how do I describe this setup for these drafts where they have a board that you can use? They ha- they give every team owner uh, gift cards, I guess you huh. could say. Uh, they have little stickers with players' names on it. Right. Now, we'll can... have, we'll have, I'll have, I have, the, I have the board, you know. It's, not, it's, it's like a draft kit. Okay, right, yeah. right. So, it's, it's, it's uh, well, my point of the matter is it seems like dr- fantasy football. She, I mean, it's huge. Well, it's it's absolutely huge. It's so it's, big that these restaurants are now creating kits yes, for these drafts. It's, fantasy football is 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 probably much larger than than we even believe. Now, in the early days of fantasy, um, matter of fact, we we used to play here. We had a league here in Columbia where you before before computers. You had to wait till Monday, uh, Tuesday morning and get all of the NFL stats then. And if you were the commissioner, you had to go back and manually pull all the stats Golly. out and, and write them down. You didn't have a computer that did right, it that right. did it for you. So um, that was one reason not to be the commissioner. Now uh, the, the, the <laughs> last was, the last league crazy. the last league I was in, which has been a couple of years, I won the league. Uh oh, on a Monday. Following a what is it? A one by half a point due <laughs> due to a miscalculation over the what is it called when they go in and they adjust it? You know, there's always they, there's they, well, yeah. You mean you mean the site will the go site in? the site went in and noticed there was some type of error in the game on. Well, Sunday. it's an adjust. It's, it's, a, an it's adjust, a scoring adjustment, it, is what it is. So I, mean, I, I won on a scoring adjustment and won the league on by half a point. I bet. I bet. Oh. I bet whoever you beat was one. Is a good buddy of mine. Yeah, he, he wasn't happy. No, he wasn't. 
wouldn't happen. Well, we're you know we're we're gonna we our our draft is gonna be pretty much a week from the night. It's gonna and, be fun. And you and Big Lou are coming over the house. We are gonna sit around and and my wonderful wife is gonna be my fantasy assistant. All right. Which you know that's, all right. She you know women like being fantasy assistants. I, I, how could you not fantasy I mean, football? Assistants. There you go. Let's, let's um, clarify that here. There you so. go. And it, while we're speaking about uh, NFL. There is Amazon and NFL football, which I didn't know this, but mm-hmm. they have a they have a joint venture on Thursday night football games. Is, is it the NFL Network or yes, is it Amazon Prime mm-hmm. TV? I guess correct, correct. That, that does this. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, so they have a Amazon and, and the NFL Network have ponied up together to do these Thursday night broadcasts. And Amazon was just in NFL, I'm sure, was just informed that Aqib Talib, who is an all pro uh, defensive back, retired defensive back for the D- Denver Broncos, uh, has just stepped down and decided, told them he was not going to uh, help them out on their broadcast. And everybody was kind of, what what's going on here? Well, well, a few weeks back, um, in Dallas, Aqib Talib has a brother, and a, a cub. A, a, a cub, I guess it's A Q U B is his brother, and they were at a youth. They were coaching, or I think his brother was coach, and I and from what I just understand through the article, and uh, Aqib Talib was at this youth ball game. And when I say youth, I'm guessing this is... Pee-wee football. Yeah, kind of Pop Warners type stuff. But anyway, um, something breaks out with an official, and then it moved from them, the Talib brothers being very upset at an official on the field to them being extremely upset at the opposing coach. And um, the opposing coach was killed and shot by Aqib Talib, uh, his brother, Aqib Talib's brother. Now they now they have pressed charges and have been charged Aqib, Aqib Talib, not Aqib, but Aqib A Q U B Talib. I'm not sure how to pronounce, but I'm just going to go with Aqib. Uh with murder of this youth football coach. And and if you didn't mean and that's just crazy. That's I mean, nuts. I, I mean you're I mean why do you even have a gun at a youth football game? And according to WFFA TV, I guess that's in there in Dallas, um the 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 whole kind of thing was instigated by Akeeb Talib. Not the one not the brother that shot the coach. The former NFL player. The former NFL player. Now he's been known for some antics on the field. He's, Absolutely, he's poked some poked some oppose, opposing wide receivers he's in been the su- eye. He's been suspended he's, by the league. He yep. spit on. I think he has uh, multiple spitting incidences. Sure. on uh, on opposing uh, teammates or opposing teams. So you know, but I'm telling you, folks, uh, you, when you hear stories like this, you just got to shake your head and you just got to go. You know what? What's going on? What, what have we come to? Where, where a youth a coach, no matter what he has done, uh, is shot dead on the field in front of? I assume he was in front of 
parents, fans, and 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 youth in front of everybody. First off, why do you have a gun with you on the sidelines at a youth football game? Number one, that's 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 trouble. Number two, you ever been to a youth football game? <laughs> yeah, my dad used to referee Pop Warner. Have you, have, you, have you been out here by Brown School? That's where my like, son. Have you have you been the one though in the last? I don't know five. No, five years? I have not. No, I mean, I, I no. mean, it's it gets kind of rowdy sometimes, and. Uh, you know, it's just like with baseball. It's usually not like when the kids are pitching to each other, like the, the 11, 12-year-old boys. It's the parents from the coach pitch division that are usually the worst. Uh, it's uh, I, I, it's something about uh, little kids playing ball. Man, these parents go crazy, and they and well, I mean, and I, in this situation, I mean, but still, it's no excuse for. I mean, those kids have to be horrified on both sides. Well, I, I just don't, you know. I, I, th- I wish these parents would realize if somebody could just videotape them and show them what they look and sound like to everyone else and imagine what they look and sound like to their son or daughter right. that's just out there probably sweating bullets anyway just trying not to you know throw the ball over the <laughs> right, right into the stands or you know or let it let a farm league or a bill buckner go between their yeah. legs. you know let they let they go between their legs they've already got enough pressure on them without dad standing there or mom standing there hanging on the fence screaming bloody murder either at them at their coach or an umpire I mean, or in a, or in this case, a, a football referee. So it's it's it it just it's mind blowing. Well, we had to stop the officials had to stop the game at the Columbia Marshall County game Friday night because of an unruly fan behind the Columbia bench, uh, yelling and screaming and cussing at the players and the coaches. I mean, again, it's just insane. I don't, you know, back in the day, if a, if a teacher called home, you were in trouble. In today's society, instead of the parent getting on to the student or their daughter or their son, it's automatically the teacher's fault or it's the coach's fault. Nobody's got their backs anymore, in my opinion, when it comes to dealing with parents. Some parents are that way still, but a lot of parents automatically, they're not going to blame little Johnny for... No, he can do no wrong. He can right? do no wrong. I mean, you know, no matter what. Or they think they think you, that, you must have done something to set little Johnny off. Uh, you know, you must have done something. You said, "What did you say to little Johnny?" Right. You know, right, how, how right. did you what did how did you talk to him? Exactly. You can't. He's sensitive. You can't talk to little Johnny in 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 that tone of voice. You have to watch your tone. Well, you know, little Johnny was pulling little Susie's hair out by the roots. He needs to be in timeout or taken to the principal's office, or he needs to go home. Correct. If he can't control himself. I, I can you know, exactly. That's exactly. not that's not little Susie's fault. It's not the teacher's fault. It's it's little Johnny's fault for acting out in school. And you you know, and the kids haven't you know, changed. Then again, then again, if little Johnny then little Johnny goes to baseball practice that afternoon or a baseball game that night, and Big Johnny, little Johnny's father's in there hanging on the fence, cursing the referees, so screaming at the coaches, screaming at the other team. You know, where does what is little Johnny? You know what little Johnny? What day? Dad's doing that. Yeah. Now, what can I? I can, I can do that too. Watch, watch me. Watch me. Watch me show out. Kids, you know. kids haven't changed. Parents have. And and you being an official, you've had oh, you've man, had you know. you've had the scene it over the years. Absolutely. It's changed. It's, it's got. I mean, you have. 
Do you have a guy in East Tennessee, or was it West Tennessee? East Tennessee. East Tennessee trying to, and he's a state representative trying to pull down an official's pants. Right out on the court. Absolutely. Imagine that was a Absolutely. female official. That That's sexual assault. Absolutely. I mean, it's unbelievable. It, it really is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And, it's, and it's, this, is, this, is, this guy was a third in line for the state of Tennessee to, behind the governor that went to his son's basketball game. And he and, and he got and they, his son got into a loose ball situation with the opposing team, um, and the official he, he didn't like the the call the judgment of the official the father didn't so he walked up behind him uh, while the official was in, standing in front of the scores table at half court and tried grabbed the side of his trousers and tried to pull his pants. Damn. Yeah, it made national news. Yeah, and, I mean, and, it was everywhere. It and, was it was on it was on the internet. It was on local TV, and you know, it's well, it, well, what a great opportunity for the TWSAA to make an example out of this guy. But unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, they never, haven't. Guess what? Never. They we, haven't done anything. We haven't. We hadn't heard a thing about it. And and, and that's the problem. Hadn't it, hadn't it, heard a thing when, about it. When you when an association that large does not handle business with somebody that tries to pull an official's well, pants down, shame on them. Like you said, I know there was an older gentleman that was the official. Matter of fact, I, I even had a phone conversation with him uh, two days after that incident. But uh, imagine if it was... And it's not it's not right that it's it was it was a male that this happened to. But imagine if this was a female sure. referee that this that this individual tried to do this to. Absolutely, and, you know you would be horrified if it was your sister out there refereeing, correct? Your mom, your daughter, your aunt, your daughter, whatever the deal is. And then you got you got the third in line to the state Tennessee governorship coming up and and trying to trying to I guess humiliate uh, shank. Or whatever you call, yeah. you know, just yeah. just rip down the pants of, of of an official because he didn't like he didn't like the call that he made against his son. Um, you know that 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 type of behavior is tragic and and disappointing. And uh, you know we we need to do better uh, as Tennesseans, and we need to do better as sports fans across the board uh, at all sporting events. You know what I mean? And if you know, I tell you what, it should be one of these things where if you see if you see something bad happen, you know how, you know how law enforcement says if you see something bad happening, report you need, it. Report it. You know, if if you see something bad happening at a like that or or any type of anything that's disrupting a game or, or or the enjoyment of watching a ball game, people see stuff like that, they need to report it and they need to get those individuals out of the stands and and don't let them come back. I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know what else you do to. It, you know, and again, how many fans out there are going to say, "Hey, they didn't do nothing to that guy"? I, I may, I may go up and do something that's, to an official myself. Why can't I? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, didn't do anything to him. And then the TWSAA wonders why they can't get people to come uh, and they be be officials. They can't get more officials. Don't disagree. It's uh, it's just a, a bad so, trend in society. There you go. Hey, we're gonna be right back. We're gonna talk uh, a little bit more NFL football, and we might go over. We will go over. Uh, the top six in the Associated Press College Football on the backside. Don't go anywhere. This is Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. 
At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. We know that Jeep owners are one of a kind. Choose from our huge inventory or build your own one of a kind Jeep from the ground up. Stop by today and one of our product specialists will help you customize the Jeep you want. Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, and Grand Wagoneer in the perfect color, gotta have them options, powertrain, and more. And now, take advantage of the Jeep Wave program. More free maintenance at no additional cost. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Terrence here at Shepherd Lumberyard, where we value you, the customer. We've been serving Columbia and surrounding areas since 1946. We're located in our new location at 103 Cemetery Avenue. Anything that has to do with building or remodeling, we're here to assist. When you shop local, you help shape the community. We are locally owned, family owned, and veteran owned. And by the way, God is in charge. You can reach us at 931-388-3612. And our website is shepherdlumberyard at yahoo.com. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. We are the NFHS. That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations. But really, what we stand for, together with the TSSAA, are the 109,000 high school sports students in Tennessee. And so we stand. We stand for the runners, soccer, and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, administrators, and officials. We stand for the swimmers, football players, and wrestlers. 
We stand for the golfers, softball, and volleyball players. We stand as the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and all who participate in them and make them possible. Because it is our purpose to ensure that high school students get to play, perform, and compete together. To learn more about who we are and what we stand for, visit nfhs.org. started listening to your station and everybody likes it. It's awesome. Yes, it's awesome. We absolutely love it. Sports Radio Hour, and yes, both me, Drake Colley, and Clayton the Claw Harris, we were born in the USA, just like the boss brought us in. And you know what else was born in the USA, Clayton? You know, guess. I'll give you one guess. Baseball. You got that right, brother. Baseball. And what kind of baseball in particular are we talking about? We're talking about Little League Baseball, Mm -hmm. and currently... Little League Currently, they are underway after a long rain delay up at Williamsport, Pennsylvania. And currently, right now, at uh, the top of the second inning, it is the Great Lakes region beating the Southeast region, which includes our that's our team, Nolansville, uh, that's the, representing the, the state. Great Lakes region. How far is how far? I wonder how far Hagerstown, Indiana, is from a Great Lake. I don't know. But that, I mean, <laughs> that, I'm just saying. I don't know either. It, not, you basically call it the, big, Hager, the big, Hagerstown, I the guess. Big Ten region is okay. the best way to put it. So, no, they currently have a one nothing lead. The uh, Great uh, Hagerstown, Indiana, is leading Nolansville one to zero. Go ahead. Correct and. Uh, each team has one hit. They're in the top of the second now, uh, with one man on and two outs for Nolansville. So, all right. Well, maybe Engel Martin's son, Wright Martin, can step up there and and rip one. I've, I hopefully feel, you know, he. I don't know. We'll find out. Okay. The Associated Press has released. We, they believe they're top five, six. We have six of them listed here. We're gonna we're gonna talk. I'm gonna talk a little bit about. Um, the NCAA contenders for this year's national title. And, uh, of course, right now, number one they have listed is the University of Alabama. They betting odds are two to one. So if you put up a hundred bucks, you'll get two hundred back plus your hundred dollars back. So you get three hundred back for a hundred dollar bet at two to one odds and this is after a rebuilding year last year where they won the western division of the sec and uh they were crowned the sec champion uh beating georgia in the georgia dome Uh, however they ultimately ended up losing to georgia in the national championship game um and alabama you know looks looks i guess in the, in the catbird seat. I mean, I, I, you know, there's some there's some other teams, and we'll go over that. Right now, they they're, they're amping up their offensive line, and they have a transfer from Vanderbilt, a guy named Tyler Steen, a tack offensive tackle that entered the transfer portal, and that uh, you know he's going to be looks like he has a good chance to start for the University of Alabama. Um, 
And, of course, at wide receiver, they lost John Mechie and Jamison Williams, who went Williams went to Detroit, and Mechie went to Baltimore, and then has come down with a uh, some type of uh, leukemia, leukemia yeah. uh, and, is, and is probably going to miss the season. I hope he gets better. Uh, Alabama has to work on uh, – they're going to have to have two new corners um, – and one, this guy, one of their one of their new corners. This guy has to be on the all all name team, Kool Aid McKinstry. Now I'm not he plays football and basketball for Kool Aid. Now yeah. I'm telling you, and it's it's K O O L dash A I D, just like breaking through the bricks, and you know what I'm saying. And yeah, so Kool Aid McKinstry, I'm going to put him. I'm going to put him at the top of the. All name team, I guess. Agreed. Okay, Agreed. is that cool? With and you? He, he's from Birmingham, so okay. All right, and they have a. They also in their defensive backfield, which they are trying to revamp and uh, uh, get get back into uh, some type of form of, of decent coverage. Uh, is LSU transfer Eli Ricks, and then on the other side. Uh, from Kool-Aid McKinstry is Ricks and a guy named Kyrie Jackson, who they'll be – Ricks and Jackson will be going at it um, to compete for that other side. I think Kool-Aid has got his side locked down. I think he does. Uh, he got a lot of experience last year as a freshman, uh, but his role is going to be stepped up. And this is a guy that can play both sides of the ball. He can play receiver. He can play defensive back. And we mentioned it, what kind of great athlete he is. Nick Saban's allowing him to play baseball or basketball for Nate Oates. So, well, there you go. I mean, How awesome is that? that? I mean, I mean – when you think of guys playing both football and basketball, the last one that comes to mind for me is Charlie Ward, uh, you know, yeah. former quarterback at FSU yeah. Yeah. that went on to play with the New York Knicks for many years. There you go. And I mean, with a name like Kool Aid, you should you should play you know whatever you want to play. Come on, yeah. you know. Yep. Yeah. So who, who know, can't lose? Who who can't use a little Kool Aid in their life? You I, know what I mean? I, I, I mean. Oh. There's always a pitcher of Kool Aid at our house. Yeah, just I'm stick your hand in there and mix it up. You know, I, I don't if you don't have if you don't have a long, I mean, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, I don't know about that. Oh. But hey, but for Saban to say this last year was a rebuild year, that says a lot about this team. There you go. So, so he's, I think he's expecting huge things, but you only get two to one odds on it. So, I mean, yeah. you know, but better than better than better than losing money. Hey, we're, money on we're, a, we are we are all rooting for Will Anderson to win the Heisman. <laughs> we certainly are. That yes, is are. that is that is one that is one of my early future bets is Will Anderson, um, number thirty one, the linebacker for the University of Alabama to win the Heisman. I put a little money on him while I was in Vegas, and my other super long shot. I didn't tell you about this. Dylan Gabriel from Hawaii, but he played at UCF for Gus Malzahn. Mm-hmm. Now he's transferred to Oklahoma. Oh, and he can he can throw the football. And I'm telling you, he was he. I got him at twenty to one odds. So between Dylan Gabriel and uh, uh, oh, Will right. Anderson, we'll see we'll see what happens. But those are my two Heisman future bets that I, that I've I've wagered. Wager on, and you can probably find Heisman futures on uh, BetMGM, BetMGM, or Caesars. Or you just might have to look around. Some of them carry them, and some of them don't. But you better get it in before Saturday, right? I mean, you got to get it in before you know they get in there, and you know if they get injured or something like that. It's tough luck. All right, number number two is Ohio State at three to one. Don't have a lot to say about Ohio State. They just. Year yeah. in, year out, they they dominate the they, recruiting they, in the Midwest. So yeah, yeah, you know, then somehow they end up choking towards the end. Georgia is three and a half to one. 
um, and they lost 15 players to the first round in the first round of the NFL draft, and eight of those players were on defense. Right, Stetson Bennett returns as quarterback for his senior year, but again. You're going to ask a lot out of him with 15 guys gone, mostly from the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, so. and Zamir, Zamir, they lose Zamir White and James Cook. Was he a, was he a running back? I can't remember what James Cook. He was. Okay, and yeah. and how long is the was the Pickens was the Pickens kid? Was it was uh, did his no. did his father play at Tennessee? No, no, there's no, no, no relation to Carl. Th- there's no relation between no, us. No, Are you no, sure? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, he's. Uh, I think uh, the Pickens. B- b- believe me, Tennessee fans would have gone ballistic. <laughs> if we would have heard it if, if he, he didn't go to UT. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, Zamir White. I tell you what, I've been watching a little bit of the Raiders uh, preseason, and Zamir White looks pretty good in the backfield back there with uh, Josh Jacobs. Um, and they've got somebody else. I can't. Did, did you? Did you? Speaking of the Raiders, did you hear the story while you were in Vegas that Gruden nixed uh, Gronkowski and Brady going out there in in 2020? Like that trade was going to happen and so Gruden much, said, so much that Brady was house shopping in Vegas, <laughs> and Gruden nixed it. That, that Chucky boy, he's Oof. he's crazy, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, you know, but you know, repairing Georgia at running back. Well, Georgia always has good running backs. They do. I yeah, swear, it's like, out, it's like they've got all just they must have one dorm just filled with running backs only. You know what State I mean? Of Georgia do. has tons of football. Players. Clemson comes in number four at twelve to one odds. So if you put a hundred bucks down on Clemson, you get you uh, twelve. You'd win twelve hundred plus your hundred back. Um, Boy, they and, better get better offensively. If well, and that's and that's the deal. So. So they're the opposite of Ohio State. Think of Clemson as the opposite of Ohio State. They have uh, – Ohio State has a, a good offense and bad defense, right. really. Uh, and Clemson's the opposite, where they have a bad offense and great defense. And so you've got to kind of find a, a, a happy medium there uh, balance, somewhere. Yeah. Now, their quarterback, uh, DJ Ugo – Yeah, was no uh, good last year. Uagalele, Uagalele, Uagalele. Anyway, DJ, their quarterback, he's he's just inconsistent. He's got to work on his, his, his accuracy. And I tell you what, if he doesn't get the job done – if he doesn't get the job done, I'm, I'm going to tell you what. This, they've got a guy named Cade Klubnick coming in. He's a five-star. He enrolled in January, quarterback. And I'll tell you what, he'll, he could come in easily midseason if DJ stumbles. Yep. Easily. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. Even early in the year if they need him. All right. And uh, number five. Number five, Notre Dame, 40 to 1. You know they got they, they, the media loves Notre Dame. Oh, we got to throw Notre Dame in there. Get those good Catholics some some uh, something to talk about. And in number six, the AP had Texas A and M at twenty five to one. So really, Notre Dame ranked fifth is a forty to one according to Vegas. A and M's twenty five to one. See, they're the ones that ought to be doing the polls, not these sports writers. There you go. Opinion. And so you know, A and M they've got a young offensive line, good DBs. Uh, and a good O line, but the, they, and, and their problem is at quarterback. They've got three guys competing at quarterback, and none of them have really locked it down as of yet. So well, the best recruiting class money can buy, that's for sure. We'll see what happens. All right, we're getting ready to cut this thing off. That's it. All right, this has been the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, and you've been joined by Clayton, and we're out of here. See you Thursday.